Welcome everybody to episode d- d- double digits of the Back on Tangent podcast. <laughs> I don't know what the number on. You no shouldn't idea. start with I've like this is it. the episode number because we'll never we'll never uh, memorize every- that. Never, I never. Every week it'll just be like I'll know roughly like twenties. Eh, yeah. Um, with me is you've probably already heard him is Mr. Kyle J. Jenkins no. and me, of course, Blake. So today we're gonna to be talking about the season one of Invincible, more specifically the the last five episodes because we already talked about episodes one through three. So mm-hmm. we're kind of just gonna be focusing on four through eight. Yes. Um, how you doing, Kyle? I'm good. I've had a good week. Have you had a good week? Yes, I have. Um, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, hanging out with the neighbors a couple times. We grilled some steaks. Um, I hit my foot with an axe at a shopping mall. And um, <laughs> For regular people, that's an axe. For regular people, that's an axe, yeah. It's just an axe with like a... It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, he chopped into um, his foot. Yeah, I had to spend like four hours in the ER. And because I was like, oh, I'll... You know, it's a, it's a good workout. I did it because there was a bunch of wood near my apartment that needed splitting, and I, you know, I was like, "Oh, this is a good workout. I'll go, I'll go at it like Rocky." So I started hitting, you know, chopping wood, and at one point I missed, and my feet weren't white enough, and I just hit myself in this. But spent four hours in the ER, got a bunch of antibiotics and painkillers and five stitches, and they slapped me on my ass and told me, "You know, get out there." <laughs> um, something I didn't mention to you, Kyle, is while I was in the ER. Mm-hmm. They they would um one of the ladies pulled me away because my girlfriend had to drive me because I it was on my right foot so I couldn't even like drive mm-hmm. and they pulled me away for a second and just asked me some like medical stuff and they're like oh she can't be in the room I was like oh okay mm-hmm. this must be serious and they pulled me away and they're like okay what's your medical issue I'm like uh I, what they're like do you have these things I'm like no they're like do you have osteoporosis I'm like this is oddly specific <laughs> and at one point they asked was this a third party incident and I was like what they're like third party was there somebody else involved and they looked over like in the direction where my girlfriend would have been sitting and i was like and ask me if she hit me with an axe like i'm asking me if this is like some sort of spousal abuse (laughs) what what i love about that is so if you did that to yourself i would call that a one party incident yeah and they're asking you know did someone do this to you is this a third party incident but like, yeah. so are they or are they the second party? Are they just involving themselves as the second party? It's just like, yeah, we weren't there for <laughs> when the, you did it, but we're patching it up, so we count. Yeah, maybe the second party's the 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 splitting ball. Maybe that's this like the thing I hit. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. In any case, she didn't hit me with it, or at least I can't say because if I do say, she'll hit me with it again. But this time she'll go but, for the head like Thor. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Thanos style. Yeah. yeah. Um. Aside from that, it was a pretty, pretty good week. You got a fancy new phone, Kyle? I did. I got a new phone. And let me tell you, my life has been profoundly unaffected. (laughs) Just... You know, (laughs) did you... Did you buy it brand new or did you get, like, a used one? Um, I bought a used one, but it's, you know, it's more or less near brand new condition. I I was going to ask, though, like, did it have that, like... I don't know if they put it back on. Maybe they probably did it, but, like, that fancy film where you, like, peel it off. No, it no, didn't have any that, like... film on it. Um, <sighs> That's the best part, Normally though. I leave that on for as long as possible until the bubbles and the peels start to really annoy yeah. me too much. Yeah. What? That's gross. What, leaving a protective just... film on? Yeah, it's like... 
It's like leaving a face mask at a fancy like spa for too long. It's like, but, yeah, it's good for you, but it's not it looks like they gross. spat that it's on just... there. It's not like the... <laughs> it, it's plastic, know. and they put it on. Yeah, until you... Ah, I can't. No, I don't like that. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like fingerprints. <laughs> fingerprints are worse. I I take fingerprints. I don't even use a case on my phone. You don't use a case? Are you crazy? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a mad lad. You absolute I do have, monster. I do have a, a case, it, but it makes my phone look like a Pokedex. That's not why I don't use it. I'm not like against the Pokedex. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, what issues do you have against the Pokedex? If I if I had a Pokedex, my god, let me tell you, it, it would be in there. I mean, my phone does look like a Pokedex. It's got a flappy I thing. Didn't like buy cause of... <laughs> I didn't buy it because it looks like a Pokedex. I just, it's just realizing it kind of looks like one. So yeah, I just use my phone all natural, all nude. No commando. rubber, just <laughs> commando. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so yeah, oh yeah. So, so season one of oh yeah. Before we get started on season one of Invincible, though, I, I do have something important to tell yes. you, Kyle. You told me about this ominously and wouldn't tell me anything else about it. This is kind of important, but Kyle, the egg—it's not yours. <gasps> what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? It's not yours, Kyle. Whose is it? can't say you tell me or else <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me or my son what's his name no, not with that <laughs> not with that tone of voice no, uh... you get away from me that was all built up for that joke Kyle. was that really all up for that that that's thing it. that's not gonna make sense <laughs> all right for, for context everyone I, I i sent him a message about 10 minutes before we called i said are you almost ready and he said almost just finishing my egg, to which I replied, eating or laying, question mark. Never mind, I don't want to know. And he sent me back a picture of him holding an egg <laughs> and said it was his <laughs> child. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Now that it's been thoroughly explained, it's even less fun. I'm going to cut this bit. This is so funny. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, so... Um, season, season. I really can't believe the order in, of importance in which you put that. I know that it wouldn't have worked as a joke for me if you'd have just said it right from the bat, right off the bat. But like, I cut my foot open with an X this weekend and needed like five stitches and four hours in the ER. Was just a passing anecdote to start, just a pre-podcast anecdote. To help, just, just, just to let me know. But this stupid egg thing, which will never be funny to anyone other than us. And even then. <laughs> I'm a man of mystery, Kyle. Man <laughs> of international are. mystery. You're, you're right, a man so... of, of, of uh, unfathomable <laughs> taste. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. So, Invincible, season one. We, we already talked about episodes one through three, and we thought it was okay at least i did i thought it was all right uh, yeah yeah I, I think we were we were holding out for for more we had we had some problems with it but it was it was it was going along quite well but uh yeah i, I, I think don't... it's meet those expectations it's uh it's exceeded there yeah like i i don't think i would have watched this if you hadn't suggested it and even after seeing those first three episodes i would have been like yeah i think i'll pass on this really but i'm, I'm glad i stuck with it because yeah, yeah, I, I just, I thought it was just okay. I was like, yeah, this is alright. You know, I was like, mm -hmm. I, I, if I'm gonna do this, I'd rather read the comic a bit if, if I wanna 
indulgentness. Yeah. I'm glad I stuck with it because I, I think it, I think it really improved in the, the second. I, I think it does. It builds and builds in um, just I don't know I, in the mystery of it, sort of, and the you know the the where can I go with this? It, it gets better. <laughs> And yeah, it's not I'm... that I dislike the first three episodes or anything like that, but I, I do think that they are, once you've watched the whole season, you, you kind of like, yeah, as a complete package, this is this is very well done. Yeah, and I agree, you have one of the notes here saying that there's some flatness to it, with sometimes the animation and direction and the, some, the, the like the production of it, and yeah. I have to agree, like there, there is some animation here, like stuff in this from like that, and this is in the first three episodes as well, I was like, this doesn't look great. There'd be these weirdly quiet bits where I'm like, is there something wrong with my TV? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, is there something missing here? Like, I feel like I'm... Yeah, I, I think when, when you get used to just kind of really professionally made stuff, you know, when you... Everything else of this kind of nature, of this level, there's just sort of, you know, there's just sort of more. You know, like... I think it it really separates the kind of the indie stuff from the, you know, industry professional stuff when you just have kind of more sound and more kind of music and just, I don't know, the, there's a certain richness that this show kind of lacks, which is weird because it's made by the richest company. Yeah, but although it's made, we, we say it's an Amazon Prime show, but it's not really made by Amazon Prime. It, it's made by another studio yeah, no, that that's fair enough. But they, but they, fund the studio. They pay for yeah. the, the studio and all the studio's work. And I don't know whether it was like whether they put them under deadline constraints or they wouldn't give them more money to finish this stuff off, or they, I don't know, or, or they just picked a studio that you know, wasn't like, was only like semi pro or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. And it, it's not, it's weird because it's not all the time. Like yeah, I, I'm that's, no way saying like that consistent. like I could do any better in any of these areas, but just like when you're watching it, there'll be times when, in any other show, there would be music, there would be a score, or like when when a character's moving or interacting or whatever, there's no there's no sound design to it, or there's not enough sound design. Like if someone picking something up and putting it down or walking across something, there's only the most basic of like placeholder kind of effects. For, for all these various things, for just background noise and ambience and stuff like that, and it's it's only when if anyone's ever tried to make anything themselves, any kind of like project, especially even like any kind of animation or or audio project, you'll soon realize that why you know when you watch a show, the credits are a million miles long, <laughs> and like there'll be like thirty names under just like sound. And thir- and like and fifty names under animation and and you know all kinds of various things and so many and you know and different types of directors different unit directors and all the rest of it. That's why because when you don't have enough of these people or you don't have these you know enough people kind of up to the task or you know but at a, at a prof- working at a professional standard, there's a there's an absence a notable abs- absence of things. I, I I agree with that because. I could see it a lot throughout the series. And I would... Uh, like, there's a weird choice. I think we talked about this in the first episode. That, like, sometimes in the it, within the show, they will be talking and they will say... The first time they say, like, Invincible's name, his, like, name shows up on the, the thing. It's, like, this, 
like invincible yeah. it's like introducing the show and it's just like written or created by whomever yeah the title bottom. Card. it's a title card thank you i was forgetting the word for it the title card but mm-hmm. it, it didn't come alongside music or sound or anything. It was just yeah. Did, there like... was no like little sting or anything to be like da 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 da, you know, or something like that. No like kind of Superman esque score or like you know any kind of anything. It's just silent. It's like a PowerPoint. Yeah, slide. just like a PowerPoint slide. You know, like something. it's exactly like that, and it's the worst fucking element of every episode. Because uh, it's, it's always not, it's not in quite every episode, but it's in more. It's more. It's in more of them than it's not, and, and just. Whenever I I started to get to the point where I was predicting it, like so, we we were both watching this, and basically, the dialogue. And sometimes it would be like ten minutes into the episode. Yes, one time it was fifteen minutes. I noticed that it was like fifteen minutes into the episode. I was like, good. Yeah, as if like they'd forgotten or something. Yeah. (laughs) And like the, the dialogue will just be going along, and they start on a sentence, and you go, oh no. The logical conclusion to this sentence is someone saying the name Invincible, and that means, and then it happens, and there's no music. There might just be like the odd splatter of blood in some of the later episodes. But sometimes, but but it, it's just, it's wrong. It's it's so fucking. But what was weird was sometimes the sentence obviously didn't end or grammatically make sense with the word Invincible. Like I noticed that a few times. Yeah. I was like, no. Yes, you... I did. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't have been... He wouldn't have said the word invincible after that, really. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, can't, I don't have any advantage... Any, um... Not advantage, just... Examples. Any examples of it. But, like, it would just be... It would it would be as out of place of, like, you know... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just running the store. Do you want me to pick anything up? And they go, yeah, can you just grab me... And then... Invincible! invincible across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was Just, really... like, really stupid shit. Like, it was really awkward at points. You know what it reminded me of? Like, did you ever watch, um... Uh, I think it was Batman the Brave and the Bold? I... Oh, oh the Brave and the Bold one was the was the big kind of, like, the, the more Adam West theme one. Yeah, one? yeah, it was, like, animated. Yeah. I, I, I've seen, like, an odd, the odd episode of it. They're all just, like, so muscular and so, like, smiley and cheery. Everyone's got little apple, little apple cheeks. I know everybody loves Batman the animated series, and it's great, but... Brave and the Bold is the one I watched the most as a kid, so that's the one I always think of when I think of Batman. Really? Yeah, that's the one I watched the most of. I loved it so much. Because it was just on cartoon. For me, it would have been like... It was on cartoon. For me, I, I never really liked that one. I loved it. Like... I loved how wacky. It would have been bottom of the list for me. For me, like, um... Things like The Batman was above that, and, um... And just... I don't know. I loved how goofy it was, though. I love... I love me some goofy yeah. Batman. And I was like, this is the 1960s show... But it's it's yeah. it's animated, and I'm like, this is fun, and I loved all the weird sidekicks, and like he's got Aquaman and Blue Beetle and Green Arrow, and yeah. One thing I will say for it is everyone is in it. Yeah, like it's it's not afraid to go to weird various spots. places. But anyways, weird things. In that show, there'd be like a there'd be like a short two minute vignette at the very beginning, that like that begin the show. Mm-hmm. It would have nothing to do with the main episode usually, but it would be like a short little adventure of Batman. And at the yeah. end of that, it would show, like, Batman, the Brave and Bold. But it was always after that. And and then this show, sometimes they're, like, ten minutes into the episode. Or fifteen minutes. They're, like, a quarter of the way through it. And then someone says a very awkward... The thing is, they could very easily introduce him, like, that... Say that thing very or earlier than they already had in the series. Sometimes they show him as a superhero before they say it. You know? Yeah. Like, but whatever, it's just a small thing. 
Uh. It, it, yeah. I, I really hope they cut that or they fix it or something like that for for season two. Because for anyone who doesn't know, this is Invincible's been uh, greenlit for like another two seasons. Yeah, which is already. Per- surprising. I, I mean, maybe it's... maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, it happened for the boys as well, I think. Season two was greenlit like pretty early on and season three maybe was greenlit I think before even two came out. <laughs> well, yeah, you could certainly imply that from various production aspects, couldn't you? From watching the show. I think, like the boys, I think you, you do notice the, the limitations of it sometimes. But maybe like I think what's interesting about the about the the two of them and I, I meant to say this the, in the first episode we did um, about Invincible when we covered the first three episodes but the difference between the boys and Invincible aside from you know one's animated and whatever wait the boys wait Invincible's animated didn't you know <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a dumb joke. Go on. Uh, no, I know. I liked it. I, it was a good joke. We'll we, we leave it in. Um, <laughs> like your permission. And the bit about me complimenting the joke and saying to leave it in, of course. You know, we, <laughs> full transparency on this shit podcast. Um, yeah, but to me, the difference between The Boys and Invincible, both things based on quite violent superhero source material written you know, that's that's indie superhero source material as in not Marvel or DC. The t- the main difference is that The Boys is a show is a good show that ele- elevates the source material and I think Invincible is a good show because it's elevated by the source material. Like, so if you read The Boys and then you watch The Boys the show is like by it's it's not a million miles, but by a fair noticeable margin, the the show is better to me in terms of the writing than the comics, and that's blasphemy. We're gonna get pitchforks. These sorts of circles. We're gonna get pitchforks for that man. Yeah, but for the record, anybody who says Hopefully. the book is always better, they're wrong and stupid. I'll fight all of you. <laughs> I'm an English yeah. major. I Come think... at me. <laughs> Which means he's not messing. I'm not messing that. about about this. Have you seen some of these books? Yeah. They suck at butt. I, I'll just but, um, say, the Ten Commandments me... movie is better than the book. I'll say it. I don't care. Alright? <laughs> I fucking said it. It's a million words long, or three hours of your life. Take your pick. I'll take three hours. It's got Charles Heston. Charles, Charles Heston, some guy in it. He's good. Go on, sorry. Cool. Um, yeah, to me, Invincible... Most of the best qualities of Invincible come from the source material, I think. I mean, the cast is great, but the but other than that, there's not a lot that it, it being a show brings to that story. Like, I think there are things that they thought of in the comics later in the run, and because of the benefit of hindsight, we're now getting the groundwork for some of these things earlier, than I think we we did in the comics, but other than that, there's. I don't think there's much that's better about the show than the, than the source material. Um, but I I feel like I'm being too negative on Invincible. Like I I, I enjoyed this. Yeah, absolutely. We I think we both like it a lot more than we dislike it. You know, I I think there's 
a lot more positive than there is negative. Even if we don't talk about it or whatever, I'm definitely going to watch season two. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, um, one of the things that helps the show a lot is the voice cast. And I think you wrote that down in your notes as well, that the, the I did, voice yeah. cast... It, it's such a great yeah. voice cast. But it to me, and, and this is not to take away from... Mark Hamill! Sorry. He's in this. As <laughs> yeah. the, like, the, Mark Hamill, yeah. Guy Edna. That's that's what he is. RT the, the Taylor. Mr. Edna. Yeah. Yeah, the Edna mode of this show. <laughs> no, no, he wishes he was as sexy as Edna mode. But, um, yeah, I think the, the voice cast is really great, and I don't want to take anything away from that, but it's kind of... In, in a weird way, and I know this is silly, because it doesn't make any sense at all, but it's it's another element of, like, this, this show is a one-to-one -one adaptation of the comics. And that's not... Obviously, that doesn't have to be a bad thing. If it's a great comic and it was done well and still stands the, the test of time or whatever, then absolutely fine. But this, this show is completely how I imagined it would be. Almost to the point where there are no surprises, I think. But, I don't know, it's, it's still good, it's still nice, and I think because so many people could enjoy the comics if they were comic book reading people, big sweaty nerds, aka, big sweaty nerds like, uh, like you and I, but, yeah, but, like, a lot of people aren't going to do that, so I'm glad that the show is, is being made, and, and is out there for people who, you know, are short-sighted. <laughs> But that being said, a weakness of it, a weakness of, well, not a weakness of it, you couldn't do it live action, but one thing that will hurt its exposure uh, to short-minded people, narrow-minded people, is that it's animated, because, I don't know about you, but, and I think we talked about this last time, there's a lot of people I know, and it's all, they're all over a certain age, but if you describe them a show and it sounds great to them, and you know that they would like it, and they're like, yep, from that description you gave me, and your judgment, I'm, I'm on board with this show, where is it? I'll, I'll watch it now. Then they see it's animated, completely lose interest. I have not recommended this to anybody, but I... It's hard to recommend, isn't it? Sorry, another, another... Uh, because it's a violent, animated yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just, it's so graphic at times. Like, I... Yeah, which is which is what the the comics were, and I and I think a live action version of this would either be really shit or really expensive. Yeah, and you couldn't have that incredible voice cast because, like, well, I don't know. I, you could make it make J.K. Simmons up to be Omni Man. You you know, give him that hair and whatever, but it's just not going to look the same. It's and the millions of dollars you would need to to create any any kind of action on the same scale as the comics in this show. And I think there is a live action yeah, I've, I've, movie. I've or heard about in the a works. film. Isn't Kevin Smith? Made, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's live action or animated. I know I, I have heard about a film adaptation out there. I mean, I I would abandon any kind of live action. Uh, it thing feels of this, weird doing kind a of adaptation because, like, what? Yeah, what and would it be feels the point? weird doing a movie when there is a show. It's yeah, and especially when comics work so well. As a show because they're yeah. episodic. So, 
like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously there are great comic book movies out there, and it's not that you couldn't do it. It's just that when it's something like this, or The Boys, or, you know, any kind of indie creation where it was thought up and it ran to completion with more or less the same team behind it, the same writers... And there's no, there's no, no other writers that came on and rebooted it, and there were no like, you know, there weren't massive retcons and there weren't massive stylistic changes and stuff like that. When it was just one complete thing, then I don't know what, what is the, what is the point of doing two versions of it, and what's the point of doing a yeah. movie? and it's it's, it's it. a like, strange decision, but yeah, maybe, I, I I just have a feeling it'll probably get cancelled the film because like why do it? If- this is doing well, you know, because it, it kind of cannibalizes yeah. yourself. But exactly, because like you can't do two versions of this, can you? Because what what would be I, the difference? I don't know. Like the first film, like you can you can reboot you can reboot Batman every five to ten years or whatever, and I guess do a different famous Batman story. And although we're starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel now, we're starting to run out of. We're gonna start doing like stuff. Batman Year Three. Like just like like just stuff yeah. left over like ah yeah. ah yeah, but like, and I'm not saying it's a good idea to reboot Batman every five or ten years. It you know they're not always good, mm. <laughs> but you can at least get away with something like that because Batman's been around for eighty years plus, and has been written by more people than there are than and on Earth than fucking than will be in this movie. <laughs> Like, so, I don't know, go for it. You can do a hundred different versions of Batman until the sun burns out. But, like, with Invincible, you can't, you can't go and you can't retread the same ground. You could only expand. So, like, you could do a Guardians of the Globe. Like, there were various expanded materials. There was a Guardians of the Globe series. There was a, there was a Rexplode and Adam Eve series, miniseries or something like that. There were various little offshoots Spin-offs, that's what I'm looking for. There were various spin-offs and stuff like that, and various things that take place in that world, and you could do that. But I don't know how you would do the main story again yeah. and differently. And so I, I think they'll just cancel it, because the first film would, I mean, if I, I don't know, would leave off, ends how this move, how this show ends, with his dad flying off. Like, that's kind of the... The, the, the natural yeah. end to the film, but also a good enough cliffhanger for the next, you know, sequel or whatever. Would that feel too much like sequel bait? Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and and it would be so much more challenging, as well, to like, to put all of that into such yeah. a shorter length of time. How, how, yeah, you could do it in a film, but yeah, I, I don't what would see be why the point? Anyway, we should. Try oh yeah, the TV show. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the voice cast is good. <laughs> it's, we just keep coming back around. Back on though, tangent, everybody. It's very cyclical. Um, I mean, the again, voice cast is good. And yeah. as I mean, as we mentioned, as I mentioned at least in the first episode of this, we did, um, or in the the last Invincible episode, we did. The only person that sticks out to me is Cecil. His voice does not suit. In my opinion, it's it's in no way the, the voice that I heard. What the voice when that I read sticks the comics. out for me. And I understand, because you've mentioned that Cecil sounds too young. He does, he's he's so young sounding, and I understand that, like, Walton Goggins is probably closer in age to Cecil than 
what his voice would uh, lead you to believe, but it's, what, it's not like, right. The voice that sticks out most to me is it's Mark not right. Hamill's, but that's only because I know Mark Hamill's voice, and I'm like, I'm Mark Hamill. To be honest, when we mentioned the uh, about them doing a movie or whatever, and I said it wouldn't work because you couldn't have that voice cast, and then I thought about it for literally a second and went, oh yeah, Stephen Young could be Invincible still, and and Sandra Oh could play his moment. why would you get the voice? Like... J.K. Simmons is in pretty good shape, and and whatever, so maybe it would probably work. I mean, Arthur Taylor... But what's the Arkham point? Like that. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? They shouldn't do it, but now that I think about it, they could do that. I mean, the the only one that sticks out to my mind that you couldn't do... Oh, well, the two are Monster Girl, because obviously the it's an adult woman doing the voice of Monster Girl, whose name I will look up doing the voice of a child, as is often the case in animation. And, I don't um, know, Jason... I don't... What? Pimento. <laughs> I don't His name's know not if, Pimento in this. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I don't Rexplode. know Jason Matzagu... Matzagu... We're great at names. We're really good at names. He's actually... He's one of my favorite podcasts, uh, How Did This Get Made? Very funny guy. Yeah. He's, he's incredible, and he's a great voice for um, that character. Okay, so I totally just misspelled his name into Google, but it or DuckDuckGo, and it immediately knew what I wanted. Like, it's like, yeah, this guy. Like, <laughs> you mean this one? Yeah, yeah. yeah we got it. But, um... Yeah, Grey Griffin is the voice of, um... Of but, Monster yeah, the, the voice cast is really good in this and strong. Um, I don't think there's anyone who, like, kind of half-asses it. I'm like, no, I, I think they're all doing pretty good in this. Yeah. I, the, the one thing I will say about that is, and I'm, maybe I'm once again rehashing the first episode of this we did, but there are times when it, the dialogue doesn't quite match up, you know, tonally, and it, that I put yeah. down down to direction, because like, you know, we've seen all these people give great performances in so many other within the show, so many other well. places. Some yeah, even within this show. There's a lot of great performances, but occasionally there's just a few things where, like, the delivery of that line didn't match up with the performance of the animated version. Like, their actions and what they did. Like, and, uh, you know, or, or there's not enough extraneous noises or something like that. It is extraneous, isn't it? I don't know. You know, like grunts. I, I really <laughs> enjoyed the the mother character in this, too. And I don't know, but I really attached myself to her. I'm like, this is really interesting. Like watching this woman, who's been married to Superman basically for you know, yeah. you know, like twenty years, and I'm like, this is a, like I like that they're dealing yeah. with the whole idea of like, what would happen if you were married to Superman? Like, how would that affect you in your marriage? Knowing he's invincible. Da 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 da. Or yeah. title card appears. Because <laughs> they're, they're like a power couple almost. They're, they're yeah. very much a power couple. Like, I, I, I watched a clip um, just today of the, the, the studio recording mixed, uh, you know, side by side with the animation of the scene from the first episode where there's a battle at the White House and it cuts to the Grayson household and they're watching it on the news and they are completely unfazed by it. I mean, Mark's a little more phased because it's the White House and he's like, that's a big deal. And, she, and, and she's like, 
Which I think it's rebuilt like twice a year or whatever. And I'm, I'm, you know, I guess he's not going to make it for breakfast though. Like that's that's her only concern about it because this is so yeah such a normal occurrence. And 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 then he, but then he flies away from there. Then he like he lands in in the garden, with like no kind of build up or any any kind of like special kind of I don't know. <laughs> There's no presence to him landing in the garden or anything. He just in the garden. He walks in. He's like, I'm not late. I'm not late. You know. And it's so normal. It's as if he just came home from work or something. It's yeah. I got held up in traffic. You know. <laughs> Yeah, just, oh, the, the the motorway was filled. <laughs> That's not a term. Uh, yeah, yeah, the traffic was bad, and all the rest of it. And when you when you take that and look at that from the first episode and how normal it is and how just together and you know loving and whatever they are that they are as a family unit and and you know and as a couple and stuff like that in their first episode to then where the last episode yeah. leaves us. I mean, once again, spoilers, which... Omni... Spoiler alert. Omni-Man dies. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I mean, he outright calls her a pet. She, you know, really doesn't matter to him There's that, that great... Much. I say great moment, but this is messed up. Where he's, like, beating uh, Mark... And he's like, ah, what's another 17 years for a kid? You know, he, it doesn't even matter to him. Like, he's just like, yeah, what if he's exactly. come to terms with, like, I'm going to murder this child. I'll do it. Who cares? And that that's kind of what I, I like about him as a villain. Is he's not just, like, physically intimidating, because, like, they throw the entire Justice League at him, and it, he beats them. And they even revive mm-hmm. one of them to throw them at him at him again, and he's able yeah. to beat him again. And they're like they're throwing everything at this guy, the yeah. sea soul. They're like, okay, get that weird tentacle monster. Okay, get like the Teen Titans. We're gonna need them probably. Oh god. <laughs> and he's just he's just like yeah. We'll fire the jets at it. The like, weird we'll, space we'll laser. Fighter jets. And just, but he is. He's so intimidating because he's he is that mixture of completely unstoppable. And absolutely detached from humanity. And he's very smart. He is the reason that there's been so many stories about Superman going bad, or a Superman type going bad. Because if you think about that for a second, someone who literally could just, like, fly into you. Not, like, fists first. I mean just, like, in a straight-up standing position, calm as you like, Fly into a human being, yeah, which is and mince right through them, which is what he does to into, Mark into just a puddle, like, like yeah, they were hit by he a holds train. Mark up to a... Yeah, which is what he does to Mark. Like he holds He's... Mark that that train scene where he holds Mark out as the train rams into the two of them, and they are just static in you know in floating in in space and levitating off the ground or whatever. And they do not move an inch, and the train just I've is seen pushed nearly through. all the Saw films. That train thing is probably one of the most fucked things I've ever seen. Like it's yeah. like really, really messed up. And I'm just like, Christ! Like I can't show anyone this. They're gonna think yeah. I'm a weirdo. And <laughs> yeah, and like, and I fear for like every character because like you know, I, I he's he is so powerful and so detached and whatever 
But because this is um, an adaptation and they technically can change anything they want within reason, some characters could die where they don't in the series. I mean, The Walking Dead did it a lot, apparently. They did it a lot, a lot. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure The Boys does it. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone is in danger and everyone should just yeah just give up, basically. Like Because what it'll do to you is just so could you know would be so painful and so horrific. Like I mean the way the way he goes, you saved that guy. Immediately he murders him. And and then just <laughs> just just Yeah, just like grabs his face and it's gone. <laughs> the fighter pilot, like <laughs> I'm alive, I can see my wife and kids. Because that guy's so relieved, he's like, I'm alive <laughs> and then just Yeah. And and Invincible, the only person who's even comparable to his level of strength, is powerless against barely him. is able to put up a fight against him and i that's i'm really interested yeah. in the second season and just like okay how do you stand against this guy and i'm sure you kind of have an idea because you've read the comics like you have a an idea it it really does it goes in such an interesting direction with the dad character and with well, with all of them with the, with the core yeah. family or whatever robert it's... robert kirkman has an uncanny ability so interesting character writing and character redemption arcs like I don't know if you, you I don't know if yeah. you've watched Walking Dead show. I haven't in years. I have. I've I've I watched it to about season five. Roughly six, where I, I left off. I but say. for Negan, who is one of my favorite yeah. characters in fiction, I don't know how he is in the show, but in the comic he's amazing. And it's not just because he's like some cool guy with a baseball mm -hmm. bat who cusses a lot. It's because of his redemption arc that Kirkman pulls off. He turns Negan, who is Yeah debatably the worst villain that the it's debatably the worst villain. Like, the governor does some really messed up stuff in the comic. Um, but Negan is, like, truly diabolical. Yeah. Like, he is evil. And they're able to redeem him. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, like, you forgive him for everything he, he's done, but you see him change. And it's it's illogical. Yeah, yeah you understand the the kind of the reasons he changed. Like, not only does he change, you, you understand the reasons yeah. and you that believe he changes. Yeah, and and you understand why the characters around him would and feel the way they most do. Most of them, even by him. the end of the series, after he's done everything positive he can, they still don't trust him. They're like, yeah, but you're still Negan. Like, fuck you. And it's not just Negan, but it's other characters who go yeah. from good to bad. And Yeah, I, I love that. I love any kind of, you know, back and forth. Any kind of, like, you know, from one extreme to the other of yeah. good and bad. Like, if you can pull that off. That's some of the most compelling I'm stuff. I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited to see how he does that for Invincible. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, like, okay, who here is going to go bad? Who's going to become a better guy? Who's going to become a worse guy? And, yeah, yeah, that kind of... I mean, that's that's all, all the main stuff I have to say. I'm really excited for it. All the character stuff in this is good. The voice acting's pretty, pretty good at times. Weird production stuff. Um, Egg. Um, yeah. Egg. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Anything else you gotta say before we move on to our next segment? Uh, no. I just want to double down on egg. On egg. Do always double up down on egg. Yes, two All eggs. All right. Please. So that means we can we can move on to our next segment of the show, Kyle. Let me get that drum beat going for you, because I think it's time for a little something called. Watch this. Or else. All right. So today's. <laughs> We really need to do an actual thing. For Every that. week you mention that, and I 
Maybe. Because, um, the this. combination of the drum roll being barely audible and the massive pause between me saying my bit and you saying your bit. I love it. I love how awkward and stilted it is. Alright, so this is a segment of the show where Kyle and I have watched one thing and we're going to try and convince you guys to watch our thing and to whorehouse the other guy's thing. Uh, we go back and forth two times with 30 seconds on the clock. Kind of like, an, kind of like a debate, kind of like an argument. And uh, we're going to try and pull you over to the our side. Of the we, yeah, we know that you only have so much time in a week. It's so It's so limited. Time is fleeting, as we know. And terrifying to think about for any length of time. But with that in mind, we'll now get you to commit to consuming some wasting piece of media. Wasting your few, few precious wasting hours your, Yeah, your earth. few precious moments that you have on this earth. That you could be spending with your family. We want you to waste them frivolously on a stupid thing we watched or did. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, last week, I think you went first. So who would, ev- who like- would know? Who would ever who would know? know? Not me, the man who edits and publishes the show. Is there a man? Certainly not you. Outside? Give me a second. I gotta yell at some guy. Oi, mate. Oi, mate. <laughs> Don't worry. I really gave him the business. You certainly did. By closing my window. You gave him what right. for? <laughs> gave him the old one-two. <laughs> you gave him the old. Uh, Please, sir. I'm recording my podcast. If you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Be taking that into consideration of what? being a modern What's more a podcast? Than you are. What? What? What's that? It's like, yeah. it's like a radio show. That's, what? That's what you did. You did. What? I can't hear you. It's like radio, you. but on the internet. I can't hear you. Never mind. You have a good day, sir. What? <laughs> it's like an old New York grandmother. What? I don't understand. So yeah, um, I'll go ahead and kick it off, Kyle. Sure thing. Uh, I'll get 30 seconds on the clock, and go. Okay, so this week, um, I didn't really watch that much of anything. I kind of just kind of sat around and played video games. I've already talked about the games, so instead, I'm going to be talking about Chopping Wood. I think Chopping Wood is really <laughs> great. Um, it's a great activity. Uh, it's pretty free. You just need an axe or a chopping ball to do it. Great workout if you want to get your like, your core and your back. It, it really, really works you. And you feel great in the morning after. You just make sure to stretch, drink plenty of water, and eat some protein before or after. There's some debate, but do what you want. Have some egg. Egg. <laughs> yeah. Beat versatile exercise, you bitch. I will, quite easily. Alright, go ahead. I'm going to eat a grape while you do that. Alright. I'm going to recommend Jackbox Party 7, a thing that Blake is also familiar with and enjoys. Uh, I bought it recently, uh, this weekend, and it's got great games on it, like Quiplash 3, um, Blather Round, and Talking Points, which is like an improv presentation-style game. Uh, you just bloody... One person buys it, puts it up on a screen, screen share via Discord... And then you all play on your, your smartphones and whatever. It's real cheap, easy way to play with a lot of friends at once. It's great. There we go. This is easy, Kyle. You've handed me a victory here. Have I now? Yes. Shall you have? Alright, <laughs> here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, Kyle, here's why my thing is better, right? For your thing, you need friends. And, like, <laughs> who has those? Am I right? Am I right, boys? Am I right? You need friends. And nobody has time or any of those. 
my thing can be done by yourself, no one else around, middle of the woods, or just in a weird, weird foresty part of your apartment complex. You can do it all day, and you're going to look great, and by the end of it, you're going to have uh, worked up quite an appetite. And then you can eat more egg, and that's good. <laughs> I love the... <laughs> The persistence of egg in this episode. <laughs> I don't know why. Should we rename this episode to the persistence of egg? The persistence of egg. <laughs> it sounds subtitle, weirdly biblical. Subtitle. Persistence. <laughs> the persistence finale. of egg. Colin, the persistence of egg. Yes. Anyway, back on tangent. Here I go. So, while you could do Blake's thing on your own in the woods somewhere, you shouldn't. Because, as Blake himself knows, you could fucking slice into your own foot like an idiot and be helpless on your own. And then no one will find you and you'll bleed out. Whereas, instead, you could stay in the warmth uh, and the, the joy of your even small friendship group playing fun party games in Jackbox Party 7. It's real good. Buy on Steam. There you go. We're not sponsored by Steam. So buy I can't believe your recommended thing was something that led to physical harm. I don't think I've yeah, ever recommended also... a thing that resulted in physical harm. Uh, one time you told me to watch a thing that was real dumb and it hurt my eyeballs, so... Wait, what did I tell you to watch? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All the things yeah. I recommend are gold, I'll have you know. Especially Pixelmon. <laughs> <laughs> Last week I did Pixelmon, and when it came to... Figuring out what I was going to do for this episode, I just wanted to redouble down on Pixelmon because it's all I've done all week. Yes, other it is, than Kyle. Jackbox Party Seven. <laughs> Bye, <Bye-bye>. now. <laughs> it is pretty fun. I, I love the presentation one, the little speech yeah. thing. That's I, I think that might is be the my best favorite. one to me. That's that's the best game. It really taps into my ability to bullshit people. Exactly. It really it really sharpens our keen. Uh, improv argument abilities which are needed for this podcast specifically this segment <laughs> and um yeah anyways that, that's been the episode everybody um hope you enjoyed if you'd like to twat us you can twat us at twatter um at back on tangent pod sorry at back on tangent we have a gmail you can gmail I us i can't believe you on... fucked up like that you told me not to change it <laughs> i know i know i no, i'm sticking by my thing uh, if you you can Gmail us at backontangentpod at gmail.com. Just email us. Tell us a story. Tell us about the three berries and the girl they ate. Yeah. Uh, Send us else, anything you want in an email, and we probably will read it. I will definitely read and respond. Other other people won't, but I will. I will respond with a personalized message. And... This is a tiny podcast where nobody cares about it, so quite literally, anything that is sent... <laughs> To the email address. We'll at least be read. <laughs> and what else? What else? What else? Um, I mean, yeah, we have a YouTube channel. Subscribe to the mm-hmm. YouTube, Back I guess. Back on Tangent. Back on Tangent, the one with more videos but less subscribers. Hopefully yep. one day that'll be true. I mean, not true. Like, hopefully one day we'll have yeah, more hopefully. videos <laughs> and more subscribers. Yeah. And what else? What else? I mean, that that's it. Any, any final closing thoughts before I shut you the fuck up, Kyle? Egg. Egg. El- always always put it on egg, everybody. Al- um, always egg. Forever. Always. Now and forevermore, egg. Egg. Alright, that's all, everybody. Hope you all have a 
good whatever it is for you. Goodbye. Have a great Christmas. <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love Christmas. In a in a way, <laughs> the real egg was the <laughs> was the egg inside us all along. Shut up, Kyle. I'm cutting you from the podcast now. No, not again.